Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, November 3rd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. All right. Why didn't uh, Eric Wilson work out here? Uh, well, you know, again, we had some guys that, you know, with Davion developing and and uh, and doing some good things that we wanted to get him more playing time and and then, um, you know, on special teams. Obviously, when the when it comes to the backup linebackers, they're such an important part in special teams, and they just not that not that Eric. Um, you know, didn't play well on special teams or didn't do his, his job when he was when he was in a practice on special teams. But the other, you know, Sean's really flour- flourished on special teams and Alex is their special teams captain. And so, um, you know, obviously we're sad that it didn't work, work out here with Eric, but he did come in. He, he filled a role uh, for us for a time being. I'll ever offer it like I told him last night. I'll always be grateful for what he contributed to this, uh, to the organization, to the culture that we're trying to build. Um, he's, a, he's a relentless worker. He works so hard um, at, and he loves football. And I love that about him. Um, and anytime you have to say bye to a player, whether, you know, for whatever reason, you're always, you're always sad about it. So obviously we're, I'm, I'm sad that didn't work out. Um, but those are the reasons why. Nick, you have yeah, at the premium position like that, you know, corners. There's so many. There's so many guys that don't. There's so many teams that don't have you know corner depth, and and so we're just just like we think about with the offense and defense line. That's the, another position right there at cornerback that we that we that we want to build de- depth on, and we want to get the young players in that we feel good about, and you know, the, and he, and he's got great speed, and we're we're excited to get him, and he had a great preseason. And uh, you know, and there, there was a lot of things we liked about him in the in the pre-draft work, and so excited just to build build on that. I know our our numbers are where they are, but um, I just think that's just such a premium position that um, you know you want the you want that depth. You want you want uh, you know you want options right there to um, be able to develop into it. And so um, we're excited to have him. Really, really, really excited. The, the DB coaches, the defensive staff, myself, Howie, and his staff. We're just really excited to have him. How valuable is that to have veterans like Slay and Nelson to kind of teach these young guys? Yeah, yeah that's huge. Um, that's huge to have to be able to have those guys that have made plays in this league and that are that have have, have done it for a long time uh, to be able to help uh, you know develop those guys. And so you know we all we all play a role in developing our players here, right? We we all we all play a role in it, right? The everybody within the building from you know. You know everybody in the building, and then the coaches, and then uh, and then the players. Just the you know the good players there. They they have a big big time opportunity to help them too. Because, you know, when you teach a player things, you always want to teach a player, you know how how to do different techniques and how to and how it, it something works within the defense. And so what do you do as a coach? You show them tape and you show them things and you and you try to teach them the ins and outs of the of the. Uh, of the uh, the offense or the defense, but what a valuable asset it is for the guy that's actually line, you know, for a guy that's that you're trying to teach to actually go ask the guy who's been lining up in that same position. I mean, it's just such a big asset to have, and 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 you know when you made a lot of plays in this league and you've done it for a long time, your your words carry more weight, and and, and there's so there's no that's definitely the case here with Slay and with um and with Steve. Was Jordan Fox a part of trade discussion yesterday? Um, again, I know there was a lot of rumors there with that. Uh, not, you know, we're, I'm just really happy that Fletch is still on this football team. Um, he's in, and we're going to be able to build upon the, uh, 
you know, the big time performance that the defensive line had the other day. And, and you know, they've had some good, uh, some good, really good games here. And we do, we know that's a strength of our team. And, and uh, Fletch is a huge, huge part of that. He's been a huge part of that for a long time. Um, so again, rumors uh, will be, you know, I, I can't, I can't comment on rumors, but um, I'm just happy that he's here and I'm happy that he's continuing to be part of this organization. Anytime, anytime stuff like that happens and yeah, you, you just always want to, uh, my, my biggest thing is just try to communicate with everybody about, about everything. And that's our, and that's how he's, uh, you know, approach at it as well to be able to communicate through all those things. And, you know, you know, whether it's a, it's a trade, whether it's something personal that somebody's going through, anything. We just want to be there for our players to, to make sure they know that we're there for them and, and be honest with them with everything that's going on. Nick, if you look at Jalen's passes this year, that like the dispersion of where they are, they're overwhelmingly to the right side, uh, to his right. He doesn't throw to his left very often. Is that something that you would like to correct? Is that something that you worry about? And, and if so, how do you go about doing it? Yeah. Um, again, there's there's different there's different scenarios of where the reads take you, right? And and we're, sure, we're going to have things designed for different parts of the football field. Um, you know, without getting too much into it, we want to always do what's what's where he excels the most. But again, you don't want to do too much where um, you know you have a tell to the defense. Again. Different reasons bring them to different places with the football. There could be something that broke it, broke down in the pass play. There could be something with the read that took a, took it away from the middle or the left side. Um, it could be something that we're we're setting up. You know that we don't want to we don't want to let a good rush happen. You know we're playing Bosa this week, and so you know the the play might be designed to one way because Bosa's right there. But again, I, and I say all that to say. But we never really – we don't want to show our cards in anything that we do. Um, so we're constantly trying to make make sure that we're balanced and, and fit out. But there's different reasons why the ball goes to different places. Um, yeah, I think sometimes when you get in a – that you um, – again, I, I don't pay a ton of attention to a lot of that stats. If, if, it, if it's going to help us in a certain way, I will. But So I, I can't say that I've, I've paid a lot of attention to that in the past or maybe I haven't paid attention to it in the past because it wasn't an issue in the past, right, and no one's brought up the stats. So, um, yeah, but we, again, in anything that we do, run pass, uh, where the ball is getting completed, who the ball is getting completed to, Again, we want to get the ball to our playmakers, but again, if you're only throwing to Devonte, right? Then, or if you're only throwing to Quez, or if you're only throwing to Dallas, then teams can get a, a beat on you. So we're trying to stay bent. We know how smart defensive coordinators are in this league. We know how smart linebackers are in this league. We know how smart defensive backs are, defensive linemen, etc. And so we have to we have to do what we can do. We have to do our best to make sure we're balanced uh, in, in everything that we do. Nick, when you, uh, when you, Nick, you've you got go three ahead. wins on the road, uh, but you're winless at home. 0-3. Have you spoken to the team this week about getting it going at home and getting a home field advantage going? Uh, I just think that's a coincidence. Obviously, right now, um, you know, we, when we when we won on the road, we played good. When we didn't win at home, we didn't play good, right? Or when we lost on the on the road. So, um, you know, we know how how important that home field advantage is. Again, every everything in this league matters, right? The the the, the parity in this league is so tight, right? We see it every week. We see teams that you don't think should win against a certain team and it's a close game or they went, you know, it's, it goes the opposite way because the parity and the player, the players and the coaches in this league, the parity is so tight. It's, that's why it's, I think that's why it has the following it does. So when everything matters, home field advantage matters, right? Where you stay on the road, where you sleep in hotels matters, where, how you take care of your body, what you put in your body matters. Like all these little things matter. So as coaches and as players, you're trying to, 
to utilize all that. And so home field advantage matters, right? The, the home crowd cheering you on and being loud when the offensive uh, on the other team is trying to get a play snap, that matters. So we know, we know that's an advantage for us. Um, and, and, and that's the message. We had a message before our first home game is like embrace the home field advantage. Take, take the home field advantage. And I, and I know we will. And, uh, again, I think it's just a coincidence. But we definitely have to, to – util- we have, we have to, when we have an advantage in something, we've got to utilize and it. You uh, I know I'd be remiss if I didn't ask what illustration you may have used in the team meeting since you created such energy last week uh, with your revelation of what the illustration was. Yeah, you know, t- today it was really more so we just talked about, um, you know, last week and the, and, the, and the practice that we had, uh, the practice intensity that we had last week, the, atten- the, the attention to detail last week, and, and, uh, and what, you know, what we went through. And so it was just a reminder to them there of, with the attention to detail of, um, you, know, uh, you know, pay attention to the detail and also, you know, the, um, the practice intensity and just a reminder of what worked for us last week. Uh, you know, uh, we have a couple guys on this staff where Peyton Manning was, you know, Jim Bob Cooter worked with Peyton Manning for a long time. Aaron Moorhead played wide receiver for Peyton and he was just always, and then I coached for Mike McCoy and Mike McCoy was Peyton Manning's offense coordinator. And, and it's just always – Mike would always say, and these guys confirmed it, Mike would always say that Peyton was always like, I'm full speed to the snap. And I don't know exactly if those are the words that he used. So we, we, we talked a little bit about that. And just so we had the, the, the attention to detail and the crispness when we walk in here for this walkthrough today. When you self-scouted yourself uh, in your decision-making on fourth down and two-point conversions, where have you found yourself falling on the spectrum – and, and also in terms as of what far the as, as far as Jeff, as far as how aggressive I'm being, or as far as yeah. our play selection, or, or aggressiveness. Um, yeah. Uh, again, anytime you know, when I think about, I, I'm really again, I'm using every avenue to for me, for myself, and for the staff, and for the team to help make decisions. Just like you do when you watch tape, right? You're 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 you're, you're you're watching the tape. You're studying the players. You're studying the scheme. You're working at your scheme. You're looking at, you know, what the analytics might say. You you take all those things to develop a plan. Well, you do the same thing when you're going with fourth down or you're going in two point conversions. You hear it, but you have to have a feel for, you know, the the chart, and you have to have a feel for what the game says, right? And so, I um, I would say as I, as aggressiveness, I, I I like to follow it because we've we've paid attention to it in the beginning of the week and we, and we talk about it during the week like okay in these scenarios here's where you would go for it potentially we go through different scenarios that happen through the week and so like when i call a game like that's what we do in third down too right we we late, we're like we go through we put the third downs in we rank them we practice we rank them again we uh we have another practice jalen helps us rank them and then they're ranked in a certain order so and you like to stick to that order unless something changes well it's the same thing here and so i i've i've i don't want to say i've i've I'm, I've veered from it at times. Like, man, I, 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 we should kick it here. Let's go. Like, and so that's that's what we, you know. There's been a couple times. I know that you know we, a couple times. There's been like the ball's going to be on the one yard line. We could go for two. I feel better about kicking it right here. Um, and so there is. It's just a, it's just a balance. Like I think I've said this in here before that a wise man avoids all extremes. If I go in and I'm always following the chart, and that's all I'm doing. Well then. That's not how the game's played. There's a feel to it. And that's the same thing about when you rank third down. I'm following this chart. I'm, no matter what it says, 
well, things happen in the game and things adjust. So, um, again, I want to lean on it. I want to lean on it heavily, but I also know that there's a feel to this game, and I've definitely uh, not followed it every single time, and I've, I've, I've went with my gut at times as well. Gannon yesterday, I was for a story about you from you know the season so far, and he, and he uh, referenced a, a week three conversation that you guys had. You called him up on a Friday night, so we usually leave him alone, and he felt like you were calling more as like a friend. Um, I don't know if you happen to remember that, uh, and you know why maybe that would stick out to him or be representative of, of well, your coaching I th- style. I think that you know, I think that there's there's a time to you know get after somebody and there's a time to build people up right and so I think that's a feel too right it's not there's no written agenda of hey here's how this is supposed to work and 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 so when you feel like someone needs to be picked up uh you you do that and and sometimes the person that's doing the picking up might not even think about that right but I'm glad to hear that because I know that my words meant something to Jonathan at that particular time because I think at the end of the day, whether it's a player or whether it's a coach, everybody needs to know. And my college coach says, when I, when I started to become an NFL, when I became an NFL coach, not a head coach, NFL coach, my college coach texted me and he said, everybody needs to know they're loved and appreciated. Everybody. Everybody needs to know they're loved and appreciated. And so um, I've always, that's always really stuck with me. And so there's times where, there's times where you know I need that, right? I need someone to pick me up at, at times, right? And and I and Frank was great with that with me, and so you know, and and the head coaches that I've had have been great with that with me. So you know that that was after after week three or before week three. Nick, week three. Week so, through. Three. Said week three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was leading in, but I leading but, in. He, but it wasn't. Yeah, clear. so that's what I I guess that's what it would be. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, the, the Henry Ruggs incident, obviously tragic all around, but has that prompted you to have conversations with your players, especially because you have such a young team? Yeah, um, anytime. I think I think another thing that I've learned along the way is you just you should never be passive about anything. If there's a if there's something that could be troubling some of your players if there's something that needs to be addressed you need to address that I, and and without saying too much about our team meeting this morning I addressed it in our team meeting um it just and it's really more about the knowledge of it and and uh again all I care about is that these guys are safe and 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 that's and that's all our, our organization cares about is that you know that these guys are safe and they know the resources that they have and so um, anytime something like that happens, we're going to address it as a team and not be passive about it and, and talk through the, the issues that are out there, whether it's with this team or in the NFL in general. So, All right. Thanks, Thanks. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.